sunny in my studio today a little uh, office uh, bedroom office not really bedroom it's a guest bedroom office bedroom whatever it is um, sorry today's gonna be a little rushed of a video I was out traveling the whole day I was in the uh, holy city of Haifa pretty wild city actually it's like uh, very different than Sfat obviously but um, it's very large and big and it's always intense over there for me for some reason, but now we're here. And we are going to tell over a story I've mentioned in video number three that we are going, to, I wanted to tell over the story about how Rabbi Nachman of Breslov was born, because it's a pretty wild story. Um, let me turn off the fan also, sorry. So I wanted to tell the story how about Rabbi Nachman was born, but I saved it for this week, for the end of this week over here. So we're going to tell over the story. It's also from Sefer uh, Kisve Rabbi Shmuel Horowitz, which is this book right here. Amazing book with a lot of stories and a lot of Messiah from Breslov and a lot of Messiah from other tzaddikim. Very, very cool stories. So in this book, he has... The version I've seen in other svarim also, but this is the version I think that people say how Rabbi Nachman was born. So again, it's right here on the screen. And the first words, just let's clarify, just the first words, it says, Shamati me Anash, which means that I heard from Anash, I heard from the Chassidim. So that means that Rabbi Shmuel Harowitz heard from the Chassidim this story. So that's, you know, the continuation, the, you know, how we know this story, just saying. So that's just him. When it says Shamati, it means that Rabbi Shmuel Horowitz heard this story. Um, okay, so this, is how, so this is how the story goes. So we spoke about Rabbi Yisrael Mes, who was Rabbi Nachman's older brother. Rabbi Nachman had a sister named Peril as well, I believe. I think she was younger than him. And then Rabbi Nachman was in middle. Pretty sure that's all there was. Um, so this is how Rabbi Nachman was born. So this is it. Ready? So one time... Uh, one time, Rav Nassim was sitting around with the Chassidim, talking about how great and holy Rabbi Nachman was. And while they were talking, Rabbi Nachman's mother, Fega, passed by, and she heard what they were talking about. And she heard how they were talking about how holy he was and all these different things, and she said, let me tell you what type of Rebbe you have. And then you'll know how holy how holy he is and how holy his neshama is. So she said, this is the story. She said, my husband, Rabbi Simcha, who we spoke about, Rabbi Simcha, was Rabbi Nachman Haradenker's son, who was, a, who was a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov, and Fega was a granddaughter of the Baal Shem Tov. So, big yichus, big people going on over here. Um, so, my husband, she said, Fega was talking about her husband, Rabbi Simcha, one time was going on the way. And so if you look in other versions or in other uh, Svarim, so it talks about how he was part of this caravan traveling somewhere, and they all got lost, and something happened. So when she says over here, 
that he was going on his way, and it says, and he was out for two weeks, and he told me that on Shabbos Kodesh he was going to come home. And But then he got lost, and there's a whole story with that. It's uh, Maybe we'll talk about that at a different time, but he got lost, and whatever, he was with his caravan, they got lost, and they, they, they didn't know where they were, or the weather was bad. Anyway, so Fega said that he told me that he was going to be home in two weeks. And on that Shabbos, that he was supposed to come home, he was supposed to come home on Shabbos, right? She got up very, very early in the morning, before the sun came up, to make challah for Shabbos, right? To knead the dough. That's why the picture on the thumbnail is kneading dough. Right? And then at the time that she did Hafrash's Chala, which is a very holy time, So today, we take Hafrash's Chala and we say a bracha and we put the Chala on the side. Apparently, Fega, Rabbi Nachman's mother, was doing a lot of other holy things when she would take Hafrash's Chala. She would be able to see the world, or see visions, or see a map, or see something, and she was looking for where her husband was. So that's pretty intense. It's pretty wild, also. And in parentheses, sorry, in brackets, not parentheses, brackets. In brackets, it says ki hi that she was one of the neviim. It says that it's known that Rav Baruch of Mezhibush called her on the Shem Nevi'ah, that she was a prophetess, and her and her brother, her holy brother, uh, her and her holy brothers, Rabbi Rav Baruch and Rav Ephraim of Sid of Sidlikov they would they, they would treat her with a lot of respect. So we're saying over here something very wild. We're saying over here that when Fega would take the chala from making chala, she was able to pro- not prophesize, but she was able to see holy things, and she was able to see on a vision, on something where, or in her head, or in hasaga, or something uh, where people were, and she was able, and she wanted to see where her husband was. And she said, I couldn't see him. She said, she looked, and I could not see him. And then she said, when I did something else for Shabbos Kodesh, I also looked for him, and I couldn't and I couldn't find him. A lot of times she did something, right? I also looked. When she was lighting candles for, for Shabbos, she also looked. So that means when she was doing different things, she was able to, whenever she was doing something holy, she was able to see things and things that we can't see she was able to see so she was looking for every time she did something holy she was looking wherever she was looking and she could not find Rabbi Simcha she couldn't find him so also it says over here in brackets again it says and her minig was to light Shabbos candles a lot of hours before the Zman I saw in Sefer Siach Sarfei Kodesh that this was a minug in, already from the from the times from before that she was married. I think in the house of the Baal Shem Tov. I think it says in Siach Sarfei Kodesh that that in Rabbi Nachman's house when he was growing up, 
they would light candles at least two hours before Shabbos. So that's also pretty holy stuff, different times back then. Um, and then after, now this is when the story gets a little bit wild. I hope nobody censors me and tries to take down this video <laughs> because it's so wild. So it says, She said, After Hadlakas Neris, I lay down on my bed because I had a lot of tsar that my husband was, was not here. And she fell asleep. And who came to her? Her mother, the Tzadikis Adol, who was a Rabbi, who was the Baal Shem Tov's daughter. Adol came to her with all the holy Imahis, Sarah, Rifkel, Rifkel, sorry, Rifka, Rachel, and Leah. Adol, Adol, her mother, came to her while she was asleep with Sarah, Rifkel, Rifkel, what is wrong with me? Rivka, Rachel, Vilea, and they said to me, Don't be sad, because your husband is coming before Shabbos, and everything's going to be good. And then it gets even a little wilder, and it says, They took me, and they took me to the room of souls, and I saw a soul there that was had a very, very bright light, and I asked them, Who is this, Nishama? And they said to me, this neshama is your grandfather, the Baal Shem Tov. Where is this other? Oh, well, that's pretty big. So let's uh, let's close that down a little bit like that. I got a lot of pictures of fish. Don't ask. Got to mess around with this folder over here. Just put that there. Put that there. Ready to go. Sorry, I did not prepare it before we started. Um, so she said that they took me to this room and inside this room was the Baal Shem soul it was very uh, bright and then they took me to another room and I saw a different Nisham, Uh that was also the light was very very huge like it was crazy it was amazing it was very holy and I said who's this Nishama? And they said, this is the neshama that they want to give to you. And then I woke up. And all of a sudden, my husband showed up at the house. And I asked him, what's this going on that I looked for you and I could not find you? And he said, On Friday, he was going on his way. Where they lived, they lived in Mezhibuzh. He was 15 parsoyus away, which is a, you know, it's a pretty far amount back then. And he, and he couldn't, and he got lost the whole day. He was right there, right next to, right next to his, right next to his town. And he was very wondrous, because like he was lost the whole day, and then all of a sudden, right before Shabbos, he gets to... Uh, his house, like when it was still daytime. So, it doesn't really explain how, why she couldn't see him. So I don't really, that's not really so clear to me. And she said, on that night, I I, I got pregnant um, with Rabbi Nachman, who is your Rebbe. And now you know how old, how holy your Rebbe is and how holy his neshama is. And 
I did not screenshot. I gotta turn back on the fan. I'm sorry. It's so hot in here. YouTubers, man, got mad, mad problems. You know. Um, just looking in the safer over here. It says, it says a different version. It, 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 uh, it uh, what's it called? It, um, it, it kind of it, like explains a little bit more. Um, and it says instead of Adul coming to her with her mother, Rashbi came to her. And he consoled her and he said, In this world, Rashbi told her that the that 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 the Yetzirah, the Baldover, whatever. Is doing everything that he possibly can to prevent Rabbi Nachman's neshama from coming down to this world. Uh, and then it says over here that Rashbi told her in this lashon, he said, "I also need this neshama in the world." And also the Baal Shem Tov came to her and told her that the, that they are not letting this neshama come down to the world, but Rashbi. Did a lot of work, whatever that means. This is pretty wild stuff. I believe it. Don't, not sure if anybody else has to, but it's pretty holy. Rabbi Nachman's neshama is definitely a holy neshama. Uh, you know, there's a whole thing about reincarnations and different things like that. I don't know if Rabbi Nachman ever spoke about where his neshama what the root of his neshama was, but they say that the Baal Shem Tov talks about how his neshama also belonged to an old Yid from Tzvas, which is also very interesting. The whole concept of the neshamas is, 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 a, is way beyond my head to even understand it with the roots and the, and the things and, uh, and all these different things sharing it. But anyway, this is the story of Rabbi Nachman's birth and Belinader Next week, we will talk about some more tzaddikim, some more stories. Try to get some litzvish guys in there as well. Um, maybe next week we'll make a little, bit of, uh, little video about Uman, Rosh Hashanah, what's going to be this year. It's June 11th, and right now we don't know what's going to be with Uman. Rosh Hashanah with COVID and all these things. But every day we're hoping to see what's going to change. Uh, maybe we'll talk about Uma next week, what the story with it is, why why we go there, different things like that. But also we'll incorporate, obviously, regular tzaddikim. It's not going to turn into a Brasov channel. It's not my goal of this channel, even though I am Brasov, but we need to talk about other tzaddikim also as well. Rabbi Nachman talks about telling over stories of tzaddikim. is a very, very big zach, so that's what we're doing over here. Anyways, have a great job as Kodesh, and be well.